0: Hi, this is Armstrong Williams with James Clark, president of South Carolina State University, where we sit for a one-on-one exclusive StrongCast interview about giving alumni, what institutions must do, their rare nuclear engineering program, the only one in the state of South Carolina. You don't want to miss the StrongCast with our exclusive interview with the president of South Carolina State, James Clark. Is your current mortgage rate 4% or less? Call United Security Financial today. Rates are excellent, and property values are increasing. Are you looking to get equity from your home, lower your interest rate, remove mortgage insurance, or consolidate debt? Think United Security Financial. Call today and speak with a mortgage advisor. Call them at 1-800-373-4186. Hi, this is Armstrong Williams, and I want to welcome the president of my alma mater, the Honorable James Clark, uh, President of South Carolina State University, who is doing such a remarkable job since being in the seat and occupying the role of President for less than a year. Um, president Clark, I, you know, I saw a document about where this institution uh, was and where it is now. Obviously, it had much to do with leadership. The state stepped in to give right. you some relief the alumni have stepped in but obviously people have rallied around your leadership what do you think the difference is especially as so many of these historical uh, black colleges and land-grant colleges stay uh just fight to be viable to be relevant to stay open fighting for dollars and also fighting for students and resources right
1: well I, i think there are several uh points that made uh that have been leading to the success that we're experiencing right now and let me start out by by saying uh, if you're a president of a university having the support of the board is imperative. So I've had uni- uh, universal uh, uh, unanimous uh, support of the board. That means that I can make decisions and take decisions in a way that's proper for the university. The second thing is this university, like many, is in a turnaround situation and that's like a business turnaround. And when you're in a business turnaround situation, no matter what your organization is, it's best to have people that have had that type of experience. And my background is was as a an executive at a Fortune 5 corporation, running very, very large divisions, doing a lot of startups as well, and so living quarter to quarter, where you had to make the numbers, where you where you did not view things as personal, they were business, and you're making the right decision for the enterprise. And so the things that we did here was simply say, look, we're going to implement best business practices, we're going to know what our finances are, we're gonna know what our budgets are, we're gonna adhere to those, we're gonna apply those kind of practices, and we're gonna meet and we're gonna communicate. So one of the things that the organization had developed was a lot of silos. So people within their organization might talk to each other, but they didn't talk across organizations. So you have a lot of ways, a lot of duplication, a lot of false starts and things not getting completed. And sometimes you just have to make tough decisions. So taking a very tough decision is part of it as well. As a result, we were able to uh, take an organization. By the way, I was part of the seven-member board and um, served as vice chairman for one year. Then last year, July, I was asked to serve as president. But by doing that and focusing just laser focus on the task at hand, which in our case was financial, we were able to do the turnaround that shifted our unaep number from a negative 25 million dollars that was headed toward 30 plus to about uh, 20 and then this year a positive number so and what you a 20 million dollar swing per year and the uh, change in assets the value of the assets were negative and we were going down 10 or more million a year and now from last year uh, negative 5 to this year 18 with a plus 20 some million dollar swing in the positive direction. And that's by getting a good solid team, focusing that team on the right things, empowering them to do the right thing, and making sure that they know that I know. And what I mean by that is, I will check. I will and so when some of my people say When I ask the question, I already know the answer, and so that means that if people think that it's the case, they will be more on the case of understanding what the requirements are for their department.
0: How do you continue to uh, compete for the best and the brightest students, Um, uh, where you know that because obviously it's this school and a lot of these historical black colleges and universities and how it may be an exception where you cater to students who sometimes need to start out in remedial courses and then get to the point where they can do the kind of math, the science and the language. How do you get the best students?
1: How do you compete for that? Right. Part of the the experience, part part of the experience is, uh, is, is making sure that we, uh, that, that we have, is, is elevating the brand. So I start from there. I start from this notion of creating as many positive and upbeat messages about the institution at, that you can. And so when you're doing things, making sure people don't know, know about it. And some of it has been, you know, centered around some of the wild and crazy things that I do. Uh, but really, about elevating those professors, those students, the staff members. So as you do that, then you can approach those those students and show them examples of the success that uh, others have experienced, uh, others who have come here, no matter what the no matter what uh, area they might have been. For example, we produce leaders. We are the number one provider, outside of West Point, we're the number one provider of uh, uh, generals, military generals. So our program is tops there. We're the only undergraduate, we have the only undergraduate nuclear engineering program in the state. So that says we know a little bit about engineering, which now means that our mechanical, our civil, our industrial, our electrical engineering programs, you know, they must be pretty good as well. We have, In our physical and biological sciences, we have a top-notch team there. so sharing the fact that just recently we were awarded from the National Institutes of Health a 12.4 million dollar contract, uh, I mean a grant uh, for cancer research, in conjunction with MUSC, the Medical University of, of South Carolina. So with a medical powerhouse like MUSC and SC State's biology chemistry departments doing things together. As equal partners, people stop and take note. We look at communicate, we look at, look at yourself as a graduate here and your achievements in the communications area. Now, our communications program is the fastest growing program that we have in, in the university. And so, we highlight those types of things, we highlight the experiences that those individuals have, and we talk about uh, uh, what they do out there in the world and it opens eyes, it opens eyes. I was talking with a bunch of uh, gentlemen from China and I won't mention the company, but they own some very large uh, international as well as American companies and associated with another board that I'm on. And I was telling them about, I'm president of this university, SC State. And they said, well, uh, do you do any engineering? And when I said, Well, actually, we have the only undergraduate nuclear engineering program in the state. All of a sudden, the credibility that that made, it was like, wow, tell me more about your engineering. And so part of it is getting that message out, one person at a time, or a 1,000 people at a time, or a 100,000 people at a time, getting that positive message out. That's what I think it makes it possible. The final part about it is, when I talk to students, what I found is, the students that, um, some of the top students, you ask why, 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 you know, what was it? What was that thing that made you come here? talked to a gentleman who, who actually had, had, had considered my alma mater, MIT, and he wanted to major either in physics or nuclear engineering. And he said when he came here, the caring of the professors, you know, one of our professors, Professor Musa, it turned out to be, just sat with him for two hours or whatever and just said, we're going to care for you, and here's what we're going to do with you. And we're going to make sure that, you know, the math and science that you need is, is, is going to be uh, delivered to you. And as a result of that, professors like that, uh, you end up with individuals like uh, 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 Ms. Tyra McCullough, who's now Miss USA, who is here today who majored in chemistry and then did the nuclear engineering uh add-on to that and 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 is very very successful working at the nuclear regulatory commission so when that goes up on the tv screens you know and they say nuclear regulatory commission uh, chemical radiologists or nuclear scientists and sc state people go wow so continue that brand at brand elevation is number one.
0: You're listening to the Strong Cast. I'm Armstrong Williams, and I guest is the president of my Alma Mater South Carolina State University. We're live here on campus, um, enjoying the ambiance as we get our butts kicked by Howard University. I mean, they kick it out butt. I can smell the stench all in this suite. <laughs> and high depth, we're just getting beat by Howard university, okay? I know I live in Washington, D.C. I would prefer not, but it, that's just the way it is. Finally, what is, how important is it that graduates, alumni of universities and state schools and historical black colleges and universities give back?
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm uh, from the school, uh, and not, not everyone likes this. I, you know, I'm I'm from the school of you can't de- be dependent upon handouts from the from the state or, or federal government. You know, uh, all the time. We have successful HBCUs that don't get money. You know, from the state and and a, they're wildly successful. So we have to have a mindset of uh, we can do it. Uh, we can do things. We can do better. The way in which I was talking to gentlemen on the on the field just uh, about an hour ago, and a young a young grad. And I said, what we have to do is get our young grads in the spirit and the notion and the the idea of giving back, no matter what, because someone gave something that made it possible for you to come here and to graduate uh, from here. So it doesn't matter in the beginning what you give back, but start out that very first year giving something back, because as you give back, you will start reaping the rewards in special ways. You know, people that will touch you in special ways. And over time, if you get to a position where you can give back a lot more, you can be making significant differences. And as you give back, that can, that would allow the university to focus energy in areas um, that will have force multipliers. For example, I believe the force multiplier for us is research. And so, if we can get activity going in certain research areas, based on some giving that we get, then we go out and get these large uh, 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 research grants: National Science Foundation, National Institutes of Health, Department of Energy, Department of Defense, etc. Uh, then that's what that's what will make the difference for us, because I think we can get an order of magnitude more money doing that. The combination. Of outreach and support, uh, outreach to and support from our alumni, and doing more research—an order of magnitude more money than we'd ever get from a state appropriation.
0: You know, you know the beauty of this conversation is that when you speak about leadership, uh, our president here at South Carolina State, James Clark, is not talking about what the administration could or should have done for him. He's not talking about what the state should could have done for him. He's talking about what he can do, what the alumni can do, bringing in better students, bringing in better graduates. We build the profile of the university by their achievements and their contributions to the United States and the world. And we have to be more responsible and more accountable for wherever we are, whether it's at an institution, whether it's in business, whether it's in the larger society, whether it's in the church, whether it's in philanthropy. The better we become, the better the whole body becomes. Because listen, one of the things I find that the hardest work I do every day, 24 hours a day, is working on myself. And when I work on myself 24 hours a day, the world automatically around me improves so work on yourself. Be a per- better person, and therefore you will have a better world. Your final comments, Mr. President?
1: As you give back and you help elevate all those around, you remember the rising tide lifts all boats.
0: And this is Armstrong Williams from Strong Cats at my Albemarle, South Carolina State, and Orangeburg, South Carolina. Have a good day. As how it continues to kick our butts. Send students. <laughs> Send, students. Send football players. To out to sports players. Uh, good day everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Strong Cast with your host Armstrong Williams. This week's episode of the Strong Cast has been brought to you by United Security Financial Group.